Welcome to episode 161 of the Spokesman Cycling Roundtable podcast. This show was recorded on 22nd of May 2017. The Spokesman Cycling Roundtable podcast is brought to you by Jensen USA, where you'll always find a great selection of products at amazing prices with unparalleled customer service. For more information, just go to jensenusa.com slash the spokesman. And now for a limited time, new customers to Jensen USA who are referred by the spokesman get 10% off one item. Simply enter the spokesman, no spaces, at checkout. Hey everybody, it's David from the Fredcast Cycling Podcast at thefredcast.com. I'm the host and producer of the Spokesman Cycling Roundtable Podcast. For show notes, links, and other information, simply go to our website at the hyphen spokesman.com. And now, here are the spokesmen. Thanks, David. But actually, there's only just one today. It's uh, it's Billy Nomates today. It's Carlton here from Bike Biz. And it's Billy Nomates because we couldn't get together yesterday to record the show as per normal. Uh, be- well, it's my fault, basically. Um, I'm going to own up here and say I had to cancel at the last minute because I had a very good excuse, however, because uh, my dad... Uh, was taken to hospital and I quickly had to bike across there and take him some stuff and go to see him etc so I had to cancel uh, the crew so many apologies uh, to them for doing that and uh, we couldn't then record the podcast as we normally do every two weeks so uh, because it's it's very difficult sometimes to to get people to together uh, on a weekend and to all have the same Skype schedules uh, it's just going to be me, and I'm not even going to try and get people on, because it is difficult. So what I thought I'd do is tell you a little bit about Bicycle Bob. Robert Silverman is a 1970s bicycle advocate in Montreal, and I visited Bob it's a couple of years ago now. I visited Bob in Montreal for the research for my book, uh, bike boom which is out imminently bikeboom.info uh, is where you get information on that book and also where you'll get information on on this particular harrowing but quite inspirational tale i have mentioned it before on on the spokesman uh, and that's where where bicycle bob i i, I basically uh, dedicated the book to him and to other 1970s bicycle advocates who, I said, kept the flame of cycling alive while uh, lots of people around them were trying to snuff it out. And when I told Bob that I was dedicating the book to him, he was very happy. Uh, and also, even though it, it still staggers me to, to say this, it saved his life, he said he was going to commit suicide because he has a degenerative disease and he wanted to end his life uh, very very sadly and then the book dedication came through that inspired him to carry on doing stuff in Montreal which is just phenomenal and it is very touching uh, totally and uh, it, it does get me every time for sure uh, but what I'd like to do is today is actually ra- uh, read the 
and ride as well, of course, uh, but to read an extract from the book, which uh, is the bit about um, Bicycle Bob, about Robert Silverman. And it's the it's, a, it's actually it's not a part of the intrinsic part of the book. It is um, one of the appendices. So it's a, a, the appendices at, at the back. There's three of those. And this is one of those side stories that that didn't quite make the full book because the, the period, the date period didn't quite mesh with what I was talking about um, and didn't fit in with any of the other chapters. It just it was it was Montreal. It didn't fit into the US chapter. The bike boom chapter didn't fit into the UK chapter. So I had to make it into a, an appendices in its own right. So I'd like to read you that chapter. And this uh, appendix is Appendix C. And it's entitled Vive la Vélarouchon. And I am going to be saying a few French words here and I will be massacring them. Uh, so just give you fair warning of that. It, it's a short uh, uh, appendix, but uh, no doubt it'll take me a, a few minutes to, to read it through. With almost 400 miles of cycleways including a two-mile curb-protected cycleway smack bang in the central business district, Montreal is considered to be the best cycling city in North America. The city was 20th out of 20 in the Copenhagenize Report's Index of Best Cycling Cities in 2015, but significantly, it was one of only three non-European cities included on the list. Montreal became bicycle-friendly because of people power, Le Monde à Bicyclette was founded in April 1975, and many of the campaign tactics employed by this bicycle advocacy group are still used by advocacy groups around the world. Montreal's first Stop Killing Cyclists demonstration, modelled after play-dead protests in the Netherlands from earlier in the 1970s, used black humour, urging protesters to come die in with me. A placard at one of these die-ins demanded Velo pour la vie, bicycle for life. Le Monde de Bicyclette, literally the world of the bicycle, or citizens for cycling, or just MAB, was a motley collection of francophone nationalists and anglophone anarchists who, after a number of years of campaigning, go turn the page here, successfully persuaded the left-leaning politicians of Montreal to provide for people on bikes. The anti-automobile activism group was co-founded by Claire Morissette and Robert Bicycle Bob Silverman. The curb-protected cycleway in the Central Business District was built in 2007, replaced a car lane and was named for Morissette, who had died from cancer earlier in the same year. Signs on the piste Claire Morissette state proudly that she was a militant ecologiste. Morissette was the creative brains of the organisation, while Silverman was the lead actor. He told me when I visited him in Montreal. To protest at the lack of a safe bridge crossing for cyclists over the St Lawrence River, he dressed up as Moses, and, clasping the Ten Commandments, in brackets, Thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not pollute, close brackets. He attempted in vain to part the Red Sea, in exclamation marks, for a gaggle of waiting cyclists. Of course, the local media loved that, as well as other stunts the group pulled, such as attaching wings to bicycles and attempting to fly over the river and towing bicycles on rafts behind canoes. 
1990, Montreal built a pedestrian and cyclist bridge and added bike lanes to other bridges. Perhaps because many members were comfortably bilingual and because Silverman was at heart a poet. Mab used words as weapons, although always humorously. Mab's guerrilla protesters were Velo Quixotes, Velo Holy Rollers and Velo Rusionaries. They fought against autocracy using cyclodramas. Silverman wrote poems and songs for the group's newsletter, Le Monde à Bicyclette, such as this one from 1976. Forward bicycles, listen to the echoes, the future of bicycles, it's the end of cars. Le Monde à Bicyclette wants to change the planet. Le Monde à Bicyclette will save the planet. It's the end of the scourge, no more plots, no more pollution, for it is the revolution. The group's longest-running cyclodrama was when activists carried bulky items onto Montreal's metro. A ladder, skis, a papier-mâché hippopotamus, while those with less bulky bicycles were refused access. After three years of these cyclo-provocations, Mab won the subway access for cyclists it had sought. Mab also constructed car-sized wooden frames for placing over moving bicycles to demonstrate how much space Montreal would save if it catered to cyclists, and not just to automobiles. Motorists got really mad at that, remembered Silverman, with a twinkle in his eye. Always willing to suffer for the cause, Silverman was sentenced to eight days in the clink for refusing to pay a small fine levied after he was caught illegally painting a cycle lane on a residential street. He was released after two days. Bicycle Bob is now 83, partially blind and no longer able to cycle. I pedalled him around his old haunts with the help of a cargo bike. But he remains passionate about what he and Morissette were able to achieve as the leaders of Le Monde à Bicyclette. In 1998, despite being salaried, they wound up the group. We'd achieved all our aims, Silverman told me. There was nothing else to campaign for. Mab was later revived, and the group's mission is continued by a new generation of velerutionaries. Among other things, they campaign to open a long-closed gate on one of the hard-fought-for bridge bike paths. And that's the end of that appendix, and I'm sure you, like me will be proud to call yourself a Velerutionary. And uh, that's from Bike Boom, and that is from Island Press, author Carlton Reed, and uh, the subhead is The Unexpected Resurgence of Cycling. So that book is on Amazon for now for pre-order. It was a Kickstarter book, and that uh, everybody's now got the book, I'm pleased to say. In fact, I, uh, I sent the last few copies out today a wee bit late but it did get out to people uh, eventually and it will be uh, in bookshops and in the normal places where you get books very very shortly and i will put show links on the show website which i'm i'm guessing you know by now is the hyphen spokesmen.com so this has been colton reed and i'm colton reed on twitter all one word and you can reach me by email at carltonreed at mac.com. Uh, I've got a current Kickstarter project, which has got just a few days left to run, which is to resurrect the 1930s 
cycleways in uh, in the UK, the hidden cycleways, which has had a ton of press, including the BBC and City Lab and perhaps my favourite, Atlas Obscura. I love that history site. Um, but until uh, the next time, where we hopefully will get the whole crew back together, it's get out there and ride. <laughs>